my loves. I am so happy and so pleased to announce that this episode is brought to you by my very own company, Savage Chocolates, which is all about cultivating a more loving relationship to your body and to food. You know, we don't really believe in guilty pleasure. We just believe in pleasure done well. And have you ever had that uh, candy bar or a thing of ice cream and you eat it and you're like, wait, I don't, I don't remember eating that. (laughs) Wait, where'd that go? (laughs) Well, that's why I created Savage Chocolates because I know the importance of pleasure. And I think that we don't slow down enough to actually experience it. And so... If you are wanting to eat mindfully, if you are wanting to be reminded of how to actually experience your pleasure, then please go to www.savagelosangeles.com to order your goods. All right, you guys, let's get to it. What's up, boys and girls? Alexa here. Let's see what comes through today. Let's see what's coming up. Um, Let's start by just dropping in because you know how I do. I think when we're connected to ourselves, the best stuff happens. So let's drop in. Go ahead and close the eyes if you can. If you're driving, don't do it. Um, But everyone else, I invite you to turn your awareness inward. And let's just begin by softening the shoulders. Ah, there you go. Allow the jaw to go slack. And whatever it is that you're sitting upon or lying down upon, can you just give your weight, give the weight of your bones to that surface so you're really being held? And then start to notice the breath as it enters and leaves your nose. The thoughts are going to come and they're going to go and they're going to do their thing. But see if you can just keep choosing. Choosing to be here. Right? Like I just had a pull to look at my phone. It's been a minute and 33 seconds. Right? (sighs) There's always going to be something pulling us away. So let's just keep coming back. Start to notice which nostril is a little bit more plugged up, your right or your left. Yeah. And start to notice how as you inhale, the breath is slightly cooler as it enters the nose. And how as you exhale, it's slightly warmer, being heated by your body. Again, these little details are beautiful tools for presence. Presence is in the details. It's all happening right now. Let's just... Take a moment to create a little bit more space. So as you stay connected to your breath, we're just here for another minute or so. As you stay connected to your breath, I invite you in your mind's eye to open up. 
the crown of your head, just really like imagine it could open just like a book. And anything that's getting in the way of you being in your body, of you being present and you being in service to yourself, to listening to yourself, to dropping into yourself, can you just let all of that pour out through the crown of the head? Maybe it looks like little bubbles floating away. Maybe it looks like pages of a book being ripped out. Maybe it looks like little clouds. Whatever it is, that's lit. (laughs) It's great. But just take, take a moment to release any obstacle, anything getting in the way of you being here now. Mm-hmm. And let's take three deep breaths all together. Slow inhale. Slow exhale. Slow inhale, fill the lungs. Letting it go. One more time. Really big. Deepest breath you've taken yet. And let it go. Good. And you can start to come back to the room by opening the eyes. Good work. We are here, honey. We are here. We are now. It is all happening. It's all happening right now. And it's just like this for now. I talk about it all the time in class. It's just like this for now. It will never not be like this now, whatever this is, whatever's coming up for you, whatever your sensation is today, whatever your emotion is for this moment, it is just like this for now. Because just like the breath, it's always happening. And it's always changing. I've gotten really good lately at rolling with the day, right? Like some days I do my morning routine and I feel really good and I'm being productive and it's like, great. feels, feel, I feel in the groove. I feel awesome. And then other days I do my morning routine and for some reason it's just like fucking obstacle town. Like it's just obstacle town. It never stops. It's like just uncomfortable and there's resistance everywhere. And, you know, the thing that that kind of bugs me about like the self-help community is that it's like, if you're living in alignment, it's going to be polka dots and dreams all the time. And while I am totally open and accepting of like polka dots and moonbeams and unicorns and dreams, I'm also fully accepting the world on the world's terms. And I think, at least in my experience, that the greatest growth and the most 
magnificent learning has come through moments of discomfort, whether it's good discomfort or bad discomfort, honestly. So that's my mantra always. It's just like this for now. And it's such a good reminder because when it's shitty, when it's awful, when when we want out, that reminder that it's just like this for now, it's like the this too shall pass, right? But it also works in reverse. Like when it's really good, like when you're in love or when you feel really good in your body or whatever it is, right? Enjoy it because it's just like this for now. And the problem actually happens not in the acceptance and seeing of what is, but in the attachment to it, right? Like the days that are super dreamy where everything seems to be just in perfect alignment. And I'm like, I want it to stay like this forever. And the moment I grasp it, it's like sand through my fingers. Versus just accepting that part of the human experience is being able to roll with what is, to shift to stay and to stay with ourselves, to trust ourselves that we can handle whatever it is, that we can handle the, the good days, we can handle the shit days. And so I wanted to offer some tools. Oh, there's Hugo snoring again. I don't know if you can hear that. Oh yeah, there he is. <laughs> I wanted to offer some tools for weathering the bad days. Rule number one, get a French bulldog, name him Hugo, and all will be well. (laughs) Because my little pumpkin is like literally the light of my life. Even when he's an asshole, I'm just like, God, you're good. Like, God, you are so good. But really, actually, it kind of does tie into my actual number one, which is look at it as a teacher, whatever it is, whether it's a person, whether it's a circumstance, whether it's a situation, look at that as a teacher. And what I will say about Hugo is he is without a doubt, one of the best teachers I've ever had. He loves so unconditionally. It is the sweetest little thing I've ever experienced. I've never been cuddled. (laughs) Sorry to all of my exes, but I've never been cuddled the way that Hugo cuddles me. He is just like the dreamiest dream, right? But he's also my greatest teacher because he is the exact opposite of me. Like I am like a whirling dervish, um, whirlwind, runaround go-getter. And he is like, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to, I'm going to smell this flower. In fact, I'm going to smell it for like as long as I want a very long time. In fact, I'm going to keep smelling this flower until it's dead, till the flower itself is dead. (laughs) That is how he does it. He just is like, he just goes with the flow. He's my teacher. So if we can look at 
whatever comes our way, not as resistance, but as what is this trying to teach me? Right? Like, oh, this happened to me. What is it trying to teach me? Oh, this person's still doing this. What is this trying to teach me? Is it trying to teach me about boundaries? Is it trying to teach me about letting go? Is it trying to teach me about non-attachment? Is it trying to teach me about my own self-worth? Is it trying to teach me about uh, needing to brush shit off? I don't know. It's up to you to discern. But when the stuff hits the fan, when days are rough, rather than being in victim town, can we look at what the message is? What is it trying to evoke? What are we trying to learn out of this situation? Because again, it's evolve or repeat, right? We either get the message and we learn it and we're like, cool, leveling up, super Mario Kart, like going, is super Mario Kart even a thing? Is it just Mario Kart? I don't know, but whatever, you get the point. It's up-leveling, right? We either get the lesson and we up-level or we repeat it until we get it, right? That's why we keep attracting the same things over and over again, right? Have you ever noticed that you're like, wow, I'm dating another Libra who's unavailable and also likes to flirt with other women. I don't know why I keep doing that. That's so strange. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm going to keep... I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep finding this exact same person in a different body unless I learn the lesson or the same boss unless I learn the lesson or the same family interaction unless I learn the lesson, whatever it is, right? So yes, looking at what it's trying to teach us. Two, at least for me, is to move my body. If I do not move my body, you know, I always say it in class, the issues are in the tissues, baby. The issues are in the tissues, right? So we have to move those tissues around. And it doesn't matter if it's like a formal class, like if it's like a yoga class or if it is a boxing class, depending on like your style of movement. But I actually started doing this shaking meditation um, that was actually created by Osho. And I know Osho has a very interesting reputation. If you haven't watched the documentary on Netflix on Osho, get involved. It's pretty wild. But um, regardless, the meditation is fantastic. And what I do is I literally shake my body. I shake my body for 10 minutes and then I sit in meditation for 10 minutes. Literally just try, turn on a song that's 10 minutes long, just so I know that like, that's the timing. Um, preferably no words, at least for me, I like to just like be able to listen to, to evocative music, like pleasant music, whatever. Um, 10 minutes of shaking and then 10 minutes of seated meditation. And I do a, a, a chakra cleansing meditation that one of my teachers 
taught me years ago that I've been doing for a very long time. And I, I still love it and I still get stuff out of it and I still resonate with it. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Um, so moving the body, shake it out, when in doubt, shake it out. Even if it's just literally shaking, closing your eyes and shaking your whole body. Don't worry about what it looks like. Do it in a closet. If you need to do it in a bathroom, if you need to, but shaking the body is like, you know, we're it's, it's funny because I say it and I'm like, that's so crazy. But the truth is, is that actually most animals shake. Like if a deer almost gets hit by a car, it'll stand by the road and shake. And what they're doing is actually burning off excess cortisol. And we have cortisol too, kids. And when we're stressed out, right? Which is what we're talking about. When the shit's hitting the fan, we have that cortisol pulsating through us as well. And it, that's part of what feels like anxiety, that kind of like burning, like fastidious intensity, right? Is actually cortisol. So when you shake your body, you burn off that cortisol. Women who give birth shake afterwards. Sometimes, not everybody. Depends on the way you did it, Right? Shaking is all the rage. So she went in doubt, shake it out. Okay. Also dealing with shitty days, dealing with, um, dealing with a day that is, feels out of alignment. Get in touch with how you want to feel, right? Everything that we do, everything that we have, we do it or have it, not necessarily because of the thing itself, right? We do it or have it because of the feeling that it evokes within us, right? I have, I have Hugo in my life because he makes me feel nurtured and loved. I live in this apartment because it makes me feel safe. I have this partner in my life because they make me feel seen. I have this career because it makes me feel abundant, whatever it is, right? Everything that we do, it's about the way it makes us feel. So getting in touch with how we want to feel instead of this, that doesn't mean we're denying how we do feel or bypassing how we do feel, but we can set an intention to move towards that. Right? We can get clear. And once we get clear on how it is that we would like to feel, we can start to think thoughts and make choices that actually lead us in that direction, right? If our intention is, okay, I want to feel love instead of this. Well, if your internal dialogue is like, I'm a worthless piece of shit and I'm exhausted and I don't get enough done. Well, I got to tell you, like that internal dialogue is not very loving, right? It's not just like, oh, get in touch with how you want to feel. And then like the universe will take care of it. No, like we have to meet the universe or God or whatever you want to call it halfway. It's an internal to external. I think I was talking about this the other day on the podcast, like making your insides and outsides match. The thing about, and again, I am like all about the self-help world. I love it. But, you know, when it comes to things like manifestation, this story comes to mind. 
this lady's hiking. She trips. She falls. She's hanging by like a root, right? Just like a literal like, I don't know, a root hanging from the side of a cliff. And she's dangling there and she's like, dear God, please save me. Like, I know you can save me from this chaos. And a helicopter comes by. And, you know, this guy peeks out of the helicopter. Hey, I see you dangling there. I'm going to, I'm going to come get you. And she's like, no, 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 no. God's going to get me. I got it. Got it. Shoot. Go away. Go away. God's going to save me. A few moments go by and a park ranger, park ranger comes by. He's like, oh my gosh, I can save you. I got you girl. Hold on. Just hold it. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And she's like, no, no, no. God is going to save me. I got this. Go away. Bye. And then she dies. She dies. She goes, she talks to God. And she's like, God, what the hell? Like, I thought you were going to save me. And God, God looks at her and is like, girl, I sent you a helicopter. I sent you a park ranger. What else did you want? (laughs) And it's like that beautiful reminder. God, the universe, love, science, whatever your version of God is. What if we're all just conduits to it? What if God works through us? What if, what if God is the guy in the helicopter? What if God is the park ranger? What if God is all of us in different moments where we are angels for each other? We are conduits. You know, what my, my prayer every morning, I, I'm not um, denominational by any means. I'm a very spiritual person. I love, I love all the gods. I think they're fantastic. They're all just different roads to the same place. Um, but you know, I, I've, I've had moments where I am, oh, this was what I was going to share that my, my prayer every morning is use me, like use me in whatever way is going to serve humanity. It's going to serve me. It's going to serve my family, my loved ones, the planet, use me. May I be useful in this life. May I be useful and and may I use that as purpose, right? And be on purpose. So use me for that. And yesterday that was my prayer as usual. And I took Hugo to the dog park. I took Hugo to the dog park because that's what we do. We go to the dog park, honey. And there was this lovely soul sitting there and Hugo ran up to him, just this lovely, lovely West Hollywood gentleman. And Hugo went up to visit. Sorry if the yawns. Um, Hugo went up to visit because Hugo kind of like makes his rounds. We get to the dog park and he's like, I'm going to say hi to all the humans first to make sure that everyone sees me and loves me. I mean, I'm telling you, like he is totally my teacher. He just like, he like knows how cute he is. And he runs up to everybody. He's like, I'm so cute. So he runs up to this guy and plays with him for a while. And 
So I ended up talking to this lovely gent and he had just, he had just broken up with his boyfriend, like right before this dog park experience. And he was just in major contemplation as to whether or not he had done the right thing for himself. And I guarantee you that, and this is not like me tooting my own horn. It's not like that. It, I, all I did was hold space for him to process his stuff. But like, I don't often talk to guys at the dog park for like 45 minutes. That's just not really the scene. Um, and obviously we were wearing masks and socially distanced and all the things. Right. But like me just sitting there and listening and like offering, offering some, in his case, because I think everything he said was incredibly valid, you know, just offering some kind of affirmation, right? Just like, yes, you're, you're doing it. You're choosing. And that was the thing. And that was what I told him. I was like, you, you chose yourself. You chose yourself over choosing this relationship that doesn't serve you anymore. And he looked at me with these bright eyes and he goes, oh my God, I was just talking to my best friend yesterday before I broke up with him. And that's what she said I needed to do. She's like, I needed to choose myself. She's like, I, he's like, I feel so, I just feel so much better. Like, just thank you for your energy. Thank you for listening and that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, I was his like angel just now, right? We never know how it's going to look. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I saved the lady off of the side of the cliff, right? Sometimes just being a listener or, or being present with someone is that, right? Sometimes that's all it is. Sometimes that's all we need. Often that's all we need, right? So back to the the, it's just like this for now, shitty days. How do we navigate? Right. A number one, what is this trying to teach me? B number two, move your body, shake it out. When in doubt, shake it out. B number three, get in touch with how you want to feel. How do you want to feel instead? And again, that's not to try to bypass or fake it till you make it, but just getting in touch with how you'd like to feel and then working from the inside out to move in that direction. Again, your internal dialogue, noticing if that's in alignment with how you want to feel or if it is counterproductive and being conscious enough and cognitive enough to start to listen to ourselves and change those things that maybe aren't really working with how we want to feel. Because there are days where like my internal dialogue is brutal. It's brutal. It can, it, for any of us, it can be brutal, right? If you're actually listening. I've, ha I've had people be like, oh my God, really? And I'm like, I'm like, honey, yes. Just listen for like more than four seconds, right? If we're, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? So we can listen more than we speak, right? But we have to listen to ourselves first, right? And then just get out of your own way, right? Maybe you need to call someone. Maybe you need to process with someone. Maybe you need to talk to a coach or a therapist. Um, maybe you need to call your ride or die person, right? And 
and just like hash it out and process it. Because then from that place of knowing how you want to feel and knowing that you're moving towards that, you can actually process whatever it is that's going on today. And if you don't have anyone to process it with, journal about it. Journal about it. Journaling is like, I remember when I was really in the thick of recovery from anorexia. One of my therapists was like, journaling is the thing. Like if you're good about checking in with yourself and being present, like you're going to recover. If you're just constantly trying to avoid, 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 you will not recover. But if you are looking at your stuff and you're writing about it and consciously having a conversation, consciously having a dialogue, even if that dialogue is just with yourself, you will recover. I think that journaling is like, it's so good. And then if you can, if you have the time, can you focus on what is working? We get so caught up in the stuff that's going wrong, right? It's like when you have a toothache. All you can think about is the fact that you have a toothache. Whereas every other day that you haven't had a toothache, toothache, you weren't like, oh my God, I love my teeth. (laughs) My teeth are so good. Oh my God, they feel so nice. So can then you focus on something that is working? Like, wow, I have lungs that breathe. Wow, my heart is beating without me having to tell it to. Like, wow, I have a person that loves me. Or wow, I live in this place. Or wow, I have fingernails that are cute. I mean, anything. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Wow, I had a cup of coffee this morning. Some people don't get coffee. You know, it's like there's so much going right all the time. And when we're constantly focusing on the shit, we're going to get more shit. Right. That's the thing that is very woo woo, you know, secret, all the things that what we do focus on expands. What we focus on expands. So when you're in that place, after you've processed your stuff or journaled it out, focus on what's working. I make a gratitude list. Um, My dear friend Maya talks about this a lot. She's, she's been on the podcast, um, about gratitude practices. And it's like so cliche. I I hate how cliche it is, but I mean, most cliches, we know why they're cliches, right? I mean, they're cliches because they're truth bombs. Shit. So let that be that let, me, let that be that practice, right? Of focusing on what is working, being grateful for what is working. When you make that shift, the day will shift too, because remember, it is just like this for now. Always. It will always just be like this for now. That's all there is to it. If you're having one of those days, know that I'm walking right beside you. I'm thinking of you and um, shake it out. Look for the lessons. Look for the blessings. Be grateful for them. Get in touch with how you want to feel. Process your shit. And keep moving forward. Because it's just like this for now. 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for carving out the time to listen to this wisdom, to listen to uh, all this goodness. Um, Once again, gentle reminder to please check out savagelosangeles.com to learn more about my new company that I'm so proud of. I hope it inspires you to create and cultivate a life that you dig. Um, And also, if you are down and have, you know, oh, I don't know, 10 seconds, then please, please give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes. Super easy. Just give it five stars. Maybe say a few kind words. And if you dug it, please share it with your friends. I would be over the moon with gratitude. Um, All right. You guys are the bee's knees. Much love. Stay savage. Stay savage.